how do you collect once you win a lawsuit? So a lawsuit can give you two things. It can give you an injunction, which is where the court orders a person to start doing something or stop doing something. But the court can also order the payment of money. And so let's say, for example, you win a judgment against another party for a million dollars. Just hypothetically, I'm picking a number that's large enough that it's worth going after. You know, if it's $5,000, you don't want to spend $15,000 in legal fees going after it. But if it's a million dollars, you'll spend some money and put some attention into collecting. And let's say, hypothetically, you get a judgment against a business and two of its owners. And let's say those owners have some fancy vehicles or some expensive vehicles or some real estate, maybe some other businesses. How do you collect the million dollars that you are owed from the business and the two owners? Well, first off, once you get that judgment from the court, and let's assume it's docketed, which means, and it's filed, and, and typically there's an appeal period that needs to run, so maybe six day, 60 days for appeal. What you will typically do is sit down with a creditor's attorney. This is an attorney who helps creditors who are owed money, and it helps you collect. And those attorneys are going to work with you either on an hourly basis or a contingency basis. Contingency means the attorney doesn't get paid unless they collect money for you. But they're going to get a percentage of whatever they collect. And let me tell you something about attorneys who do collection work on a contingency basis. They don't take work unless they're pretty confident they're going to get paid. And they want to make good money, not just a little bit of money. So if they think it's going to take a lot of effort to get paid or you're unlikely to get paid or you're going to get paid a small amount, Collection attorneys won't take the case on contingency. But let's say, for example, the attorney figures, you know what? You're likely to get paid here. And you are likely to get a million dollars. The attorney might say, hey, I'll work on a 40% contingency. Which means if the attorney collects a million, the attorney gets 400000 And the attorney might think to himself or herself, I'm going to put in to this $50,000 worth of work but I'm likely to get 400,000 in contingency fees, that's a good deal. So that's the analysis that collection attorneys go through when determining whether they'll offer to work on a contingency basis or not. So likewise, you should be thinking about, do I wanna really give up a contingency percentage or do I wanna pay by the hour? I have a great article on contingency attorneys and this whole analysis. We'll add a link to that later so that you can be thinking about whether a contingency attorney is best for your circumstances. They're sometimes called a no-win, no-fee attorney. All right, so you've decided to hire a collections attorney, though. You figured out some way to pay them. What's the next step? Typically, a collections attorney is going to run a report, which is either provided by a private investigation firm or a public database that identifies all of the public records related to ownership of the defendants. And in this scenario, we're talking about a company and two individuals. So it might say, hey, this individual owns this vehicle, this vehicle, this vehicle. 
this home, this real estate, this real estate, this business, this business, this motorcycle, whatever it might be. And then the collections attorney may do is start immediately going after those assets by either garnish, by the way, you often find out about bank accounts as well. Garnish the bank account, levy the bank account. What's the difference, by the way? Garnishment is when you freeze assets, levy is when you take them. So you have to freeze the assets before you can take them. So typically a collections attorney will garnish an asset so it can't leave and then take it. So we're talking about like bank accounts here where a bank account has funds in control of the bank. The bank will garnish those funds, which means freeze them so the owner cannot withdraw them. And then once the, the statutory process is complete, the bank will release those funds to the creditor who's owed the money. And that's called a levy. Or the, the bank will levy them and take them and then release them. But All right, so... Long story short, there are statutes in every state that provide how a creditor can start with a judgment, can start taking assets of somebody else, whether it's through a sheriff's sale, garnishment, levy, etc. These laws vary by state. And so if you need to collect on a large judgment, you will need to work with an attorney experienced in collections for creditors. If you go to an attorney with a million dollar debt, but you haven't yet obtained a judgment, the attorney will usually tell you they need a higher percentage or it's going to cost more because they have to go out and sue the case out to get that judgment first. If you've already gotten the judgment, It'll obviously be less work for the attorney, so the attorney's rate on average will be substantially less. So to conclude, if you have a judgment against somebody because you've won against them in court, can you go after a bunch of the stuff they own, their cars, their properties, etc.? Yes, you absolutely can. You can start taking all of those assets. And often they'll offer you money in exchange for keeping those assets if they really want to keep them. There are certain state or certain assets that you cannot take. Every state has what's called an exemption statute. For example, it typically says a personal residence has a certain amount of exempt equity. So you can't take a person's home unless it's an expensive home that's worth more than the exempt portion. Minnesota's exemption statute has a number of other unique things. You can't take their family Bible. You can't take an instrument. Um, you can't take a family heirloom up to a certain value. There are certain things of kind of sentimental value that you can't take. So you'll want to look at your state's exemption statute to see which assets are exempt from creditors. All right, if you would like to get notified about the next live session, you are welcome to subscribe to the Aaron Hall Attorney YouTube channel. You're welcome to subscribe to our little reminder email system at aaronhall.com free. You can also sign up and follow us on other social media sites. I'm Aaron Hall. An attorney for business owners and entrepreneurial companies, it was a pleasure 
talking with you today and answering your questions from an educational perspective. As I always say, before you rely on any of this, consult with an attorney. It's my hope that you use these questions to identify topics and questions to bring up with your attorney. Until the next live session, I hope you are doing well. Take care.